has been. Jevin, you sold out your show, bro. Oh, I thought you wanted me to talk about the plant I have to hang today, <laughs> or that I'm skipping pickleball, or that Trevor Harden's not here, or that Kyle Wareham decided not to show up, too. Well, we can talk about all that stuff. Pickleball? Pickleball, yeah. yeah. High-speed game. Yeah, I can, I can kill. I, my, my, my daughter saw me kill a fly yesterday again. Pick, that's not the one in Napoleon Dynamite, is it? Where, where, no, that's, that's kickball. Oh, no, no, no. The one on the stick. Oh, the, yeah. What is that called? Tetherball. Tetherball. No, yeah, what's pickleball? You got to come over and get in our competition series at Hampton Lake. I'll, I'll take you on. No, Tetherball people no, really I'm not, play I'm that? not allowed to play at Hampton Lake. I'll hit everyone there. I, I only play the Sun City guys. Hampton Lake's <laughs> a little... Uh, I don't play. I don't play they're under tough. four O's. They're tough. Too no, edgy. They're, no, they're not. They're so, not what tough. does pick, how does pickleball work? I don't know. Pickleball works. Um, uh, it's a heavy wiffle ball. Got it. Flat paddle, no texture. Sounds like cricket. Badminton size court, thirty-six inch. I think it's thirty-six, thirty-four in the middle, maybe. <laughs> and it's very, it's very fast and hard. I got hit in the face the other day again. Yeah, it's a real workout. By a five-zero. Uh, huh. By our five-zero, Raul. <laughs> very by fast. Your, wow dude from venezuela that was a catcher in the pony leagues there yeah huh it's a fun i mean you know because i was doing i was running for a while because you know as we all know looks are important in this uh, in this <laughs> industry <laughs> you guys are both thinner than me larry you're even pretty thin you're not even a musician <laughs> so true uh, but you know you got to stay in shape and you got to feel good and it's fun to interact any anywhere anywhere i can go and and uh and talk to people it's always fun and i like to uh we, everybody rags on each other a little bit out there. Yeah. You know, so where do you play? Where do you play pickleball? I play at Adriana. It's a secret invite-only uh, court. Gotcha. I understand. Larry's laughing, but Hampton Lake's not quite ready for Jevin yet. <laughs> oh, I don't know, bud. Well, you tell him to get ready, and we'll yeah, get 100 bucks I, on I, it. We'll I, see you you, you got to get through me first. Oh, dude, come on, Larry. Don't start. Larry, come on. Let's stay friends, man. <laughs> Let's stay buddies. Let's stay friendly. <laughs> After we don't chew on the fat. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's been fun for me too because uh, there's just been such an uh, an outpouring from everyone around here, as far as I'm concerned, with like my little my little world. So I've been able to continue to be happy and write songs, and everybody's healthy, and uh, you know, um, yep. that's that's the that's the environment you need to to be creative. You know, I, I want to talk about your little world for just a minute. Oh dear. Now, this, this is what every musician needs to know. How to be successful in a small market. You are one of the few that do this. Right. You have 3,500 friends on Facebook. Okay. Maybe you just like to collect friends, but that 3,500 people will see everything that you do. You post things uh, on I Facebook I a disagree. Lot. I disagree about them they've, seeing They've everything. changed yeah, things. The the they've changed things, right, but... The feed has become so saturated. Sure. But go ahead. Keep But going. still... That's a lot. That's still way more. If you take the algorithms and, and still break it down, you're still seeing a lot more faces, or people are seeing your things a lot more than if you were to have maybe even a thousand. I mean, you're cutting it down. Well, right, and and I think that you know you have to sort of everything's a ripoff, right? I mean, who said that? Gene Simmons or Paul Simon? They both said it. Somebody. You know that that you have to figure out what's going to work for you. So after you know, I remember in the '90s thinking that I was going to be this mind-blowing guitar player Jerry Garcia ripoff who who I still can't play like at all right. not mm -hmm. even close like every time I hear Craig Coyne play I'm like how come I can't play like that I've <laughs> listened to this guy a lot I feel you yeah so then I went through this thing where I wrote some songs 
songs you guys might have heard, like Heine in the Moonlight, which is sort of like a simple string swing, string swing kind of thing, or the mullet, which is sort of like me trying to, I want to be Southern, guys, let me in, come on, I'm wearing a camouflage <laughs> hat, why, why can't I be in your little clique? Right. And then Wait, Silicon you're not si Southern? You're not Southern? Where are you from? I'm from Pennsylvania. Oh, I didn't know that, dude. Yeah, yeah. Really? When did you come down here? Uh, I came down here after my mother moved us back to Pennsylvania in 81 for two years. So Pennsylvania, St. Thomas, Virgin Islands. Back to Pennsylvania. Mom got mad again. Came down here in 83, and I've been here ever since. So I know what it's like to be Southern, I swear, but... <laughs> You've been I'm, here long enough. Yeah, I've been here long. I mean, I'm a local, but, uh, but you know, um, I'm always just looking for funny twists on reality because, to me, reality is a funny... Yeah. It's a it's, funny it's world. It's funnier than fiction. It's a funny world, yeah. And so back to, your, back to what we were getting at, you know, it is hard to... to how, do you, how do you give them stuff, like and go underground for a minute or a week or three years and then pop back out. And, you know, now I feel like I can pop out every day almost. Or, or um, yeah, like pop out like for real. <laughs> and like, you do. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I, I pop off, I think, is what I was Yeah, you did that too. But you're also very active in merch. You brought an entire box of merch in today just to look at. Right. I mean, I want, you have... Yeah, I want you guys to touch it, yeah. It's insane. The, the amount of merch that you put out and sell, I'm sure, is... That 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 is genius. I don't know. I, I think it's genius. It's personally. genius, but it's also it also comes from com competition. Sure. That's why I did all this. But that's but that's why you do it. And well, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's why that's that's why a guy like me unfortunately does everything. It's pretty sad. No, that's good, man. Competition drives people, man. That's all right. Yeah. No, it's good. I mean, you know, people say music's not competition, but come on into the theater or the Thunderdome that is Jevin or that is Jordan <laughs> or that is Todd and you, and you'll see it's a friendly competition okay. things can get worse depending yeah. on who you're dealing with well right I mean well yeah it can I mean I kind of like it when it gets nasty or or jealous or whatever because those seem to be some of my best friends five years later it's really weird how that all works out it's yeah. kind of like these guys that used to bully me in high school now are like sending me messages on Facebook like Hey man, I saw your Facebook. I saw your show at the Rose Room. Do a good job, and I'm like, yeah, my sternum still hurts when you punched me <laughs> in 1987. But hey, <laughs> I guess that's just a phantom pain, so I'm gonna deal with it. So you're either the hammer or the nail. You're either pack or prey. That's right. right. But Albert Einstein said, "Strive not to be a success, but to be of value." Of Boy, value. That's a, yeah. That's a good one. I like that one a lot. That is good. I think there's room in this town for. All sorts of values, you know, and, all, and, and we, we all, you know, you just have to find, you re, being yourself is, my brother posted something of him playing auto harp yesterday, and yeah. he said, be yourself. Right. And I thought, that's, it's, sometimes it's a hard pill to swallow when you look in the mirror and say, you're a clown. Continue Who can being play so. okay. Keep you're not up. a virtuoso. You're not Ricardo Ochoa. You right. know, you're, you're Jevin. Well, I think right. that's like a coming-of-age thing for a lot of musicians. And I'm right there with you, man. I totally agree with you because, uh, you know, not that you have delusions of grandeur when you're young, but you have the idea that you will be on the level of – I mean, you have to shoot to, like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a song as good as McCartney. That's I mean, that's got to be the target. That's, that's always got to be the target when you're young. But as you get older – 
you have to make peace with that. Well, I'm not McCartney. <laughs> well, or yeah. but but you also you don't, you don't have the the money that they had behind them. You don't have George Martin. You don't have Screaming Girls. You know, it's a whole different world now. There's sure. it's not it's true. people are people get on their phones. This this is a, a a big point I wanted to make about my little aesthetic is I write songs to turn heads and that's it. And I've written a few serious songs, mm-hmm. but. I take I take my my joke songs very seriously, you know, and and I try to put a line in there that says something to me while I'm singing about pelicans pooping on people's heads. Sure. You know what I mean? It's it's just we live in a world now that everyone's so sa- uh desensitized to entertainment unless it's like you know, something right. really exciting right. where you can like dopamine. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, you know, unless you're like looking <laughs> right. at something that's really like mind blowing, it's hard. I mean, because we live in a world that's is 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 a guy playing a guitar cool? No, but a guy with a free metal spray painted on on plywood playing metal in front of a trailer that's cool for five minutes. Sure. It's really interesting. I mean, and we talk about this a lot, the idea of attention. And you're saying that to grasp people's attention, you have to be a little bit absurd. Uh, that's what you're saying. Or a little bit on the more, on the more ridiculous side. Just on the edge. I, I, don't, I don't disagree with that. I it's, think it's good. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, it's I good. mean, you know, you've got to be the Lego that we've all, that you, us three, and Larry probably has too, even though Lego's, uh, I'm not sure if they Easy, were. easy. Oh, no, it's a joke. Larry. <laughs> um, but, you know, you have to be that Lego in the carpet that, just jumps out and yeah. rips your foot apart. You <laughs> it's a good lesson, man. It really it is. is. You're right on, man. Yeah, I mean, it's but but still, you know, you still. I can listen to my music. I can like yesterday. I was listening to, to uh, Craig Taborn's trio, and I thought, this is cool, man. I'm glad there's people out there that can just focus on being a an amazing player. Like Todd is an amazing jazz guitar player. Nobody, you bet. It's nobody, not true. Yeah, it is. It is I've true. Heard, I've heard you, I've heard you Thanks, play. And I, and I thought, you know, but that's not what is going to put the Wonder Bread no, it's not. on the granite countertop. It's not, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're exactly right, man. You're it's exactly true. right. It's yeah. true. Well, so, well, and so we, as you get older, you, you, you learn to figure out what constitutes, quote, making it, unquote. And that, that, yeah. and that is, shifts. Yeah. Where, where is your value in the household? Where is your value in the town? I mean, that's a good little... Yeah. little Einsteinism there is that, you know. Well, also what you were saying, you know, you, you know for you, uh, maybe a little bit more uh, being a little bit more on the side of, you know, clever or maybe you say ridiculous or whatever, you know, pushing it that way is fine. But I think what, what I'm hearing is it doesn't matter what that little 5% is, but as long as you're 5% different, it can be 5% more jazzy or 5% more yeah. absurd or 5% yep. more, but you, you, you have to be something. You, you have to have an edge that's a little bit rough in a different direction. Well, also, you know, it's uh, Keith Richards kind of said this thing one time that was like, hey, thanks everyone for creating my personality for me so I didn't have to do it. No, they created this like, perfect. Yeah, that's you're good. a crazy this and you right. fell out and you're, you've, you've died and you've been in house fires. Like he didn't have to do it. He, okay, he did fall asleep and the house is on fire or whatever. But, sure. but you know, like... <clears throat> but they make a legend out of it. Right, and, and I've, I've kind of had to look back and say, what is it that people remember about my shows? And unfortunately for me, um, and Al made this evident yesterday at Waddell at the end of our gig he said 
You know, I could do it with a lot less banter. Uh, could, could have done it with a lot less banter in between the songs. And I thought, I know, but that's where the songs come from. That's just part of... Um, and he laughed. He said, I'm just kidding, Jevin. Hey, hey, just kidding. I said, well, I couldn't tell, man. <laughs> Sorry, you got you to, gotta, you know. But behind it all, people love a storyteller. Sure. And that's what they respond to, whether it's content for marketing and advertising or whether it's the music that comes from your mind and your heart. People love a story. They love to tell a story. They love to be part of a story. That's true. And great, for, and great tip for marketing, too, especially. Yeah, I just don't I don't I don't know if I'm a great storyteller right now. I think I'm more like a Oh, I think you are. I think you're yeah, really No, I, you're a funny know. dude, man. You're a really funny Thanks guy. And, and it no, it really comes through in your shows. I mean, people genuinely laugh, man. I mean, not laugh. At, they think it's it's hilarious cuz no, you're a it, funny dude, yeah. man. Well, it, it's great. That's true. That's what I respond to. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love it. Yeah, it's hilarious, man. My my favorite part is the banter, honestly, man. That's what, I I love the music too. No, I know, I, but I, you you're know, a funny that's dude. that's you know, some I did a little interview with um, uh, what's her her who's the who's the young lady that's doing the um, Bluffton Music Live or there's a new she's gonna have a new online publication. Is that uh, Beth Bethany? Maybe yes. Woodyard. And she said, you know, you just I just wish you would talk less. And I said, I know, but you're one person, and there's other people that come up to Woody's on Thursdays, and we we chastise you you know or they come to hang out with you they do and that's what and it is it's, a, it's an ongoing conversation i mean the one guy came up <clears throat> my friend david came up and was holding his phone and gary was singing a song that he sung a thousand times and he was underneath us scrolling through his phone going i know you guys need this to read the words like because uh, <laughs> we, we did this thing at silicon where we made fun of people that read the ipads at the gigs so he was and and you know we hadn't seen he wasn't even at the gig but he saw but see, it on Facebook. But he's part of it. And he, he is part and of you, it. And when you can inject yourself into that story, it becomes bigger than yourself. It's really great, man. Exactly. It's really yeah. great. So we have a new genre, perhaps, a stand-up musician. Those things, uh, well, those things know, exist, I mean, but in a small town. But in a small town, though, sure. it yeah. really works. Because yeah. you, can, you can easily plug yourself into that narrative in a small town. Well, and you only need... You said 3,500 Facebook friends or whatever. That's all you need. No, no, no. But, no, you don't need that <laughs> many. No. I mean, there's 75 seats in this room. I think you need 30 people. And I think you actually, you do. You need 30 strong people that attention. can bring another Influencers. 300 people yes, with right. Influencers. Right. Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. Right. You do. I mean, people uh, – like someone said the other day to me, on a, on a, I had a little phone meeting with someone, and they said, well, well we want to do uh, pop-up concerts on Hilton Head. Um, I think it was actually uh, Jen McEwen, who's the new director of the Arts Cultural Council okay. of the Hilton sure. Head or something. And she said, well, you know, we need to do this, and we want to do this, and, and uh, we want to do a pop-up show. And I said, hold, hold on, wait, wait, wait. I I'm not saying I have a following or anything. You know, because really, like, it's hard to have a following unless you're like Sondra Blue or Hannah Wickland or Cranford... Uh, Cranford Hollow or Zach Deputy who have or you know they've gone out you have to go on the road you have Otherwise, to leave and come back right? you, you have yeah, to yeah. and I mean I don't even think they need to come back very often like what once a year once, like February Tw twice to November twice a year that's it twice a year so I mean you have to really go out there and, and then you get your new infl then you get 30 people in this town you get 30 people in this town There. I mean all I ever used to do on, on the road was scare people and eat their 
I used to eat the cheese tray? finest cheeses. <laughs> no, really fine cheeses. Yes. I'm not kidding. Breeze and above. I mean, you know. And I'm allergic <laughs> to cheese, but I would still eat the cheese. <laughs> At like four in the morning. So, so the, the take-home message today. Eat cheese. Is eat cheese. Be yourself. Be a value. Be yeah. valuable. Be a value, yeah. In your community. But, and, have, and start a narrative of some kind that people can tie them, they can, they can bring their own part I to think it. You need d- I think you need dumber songs. Or maybe not take yourself so seriously. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, I think, you know, but there are people that, that come to these shows here at the Roaster Room that know every word to these songs that are... They're not dumb, Jeff. They're I not mean, dumb. They're not I know, dumb. that's what I'm saying. No, they're not, not dumb. Yeah. They're, they're going to be dumber this Friday, though. Okay, well, that's fine. But, but don't, no. don't sell yourself short no, no, as no. a songwriter. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. I was talking about other people. I was talking about, like, people that don't go for the, I'm drunk on the fusky. You know, like... <laughs> yeah. That's... I get it. I, I'm using the word dumb loosely. And sure. I think I'm starting to talk... I think you need to set the compressor a little higher because I'm starting to talk louder. <laughs> Sorry, You're fine. Get Give him a cup of coffee. I'm getting excited. We'll, ta- we'll take yeah. care of him. Excited we'll like take care of it in post. He's going to cut this down to like four and a half. Yeah, minutes. I know. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> the cameras are that was Jevin. Thank you, Jevin. <laughs> See you guys Friday. Great. <laughs> take a message. Yeah. But I think the venue's awesome. I think you're awesome. It's going to be great. Now you sound like Chip Larkby. Why are you guys holding hands? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you told me we were all supposed to hold hands here, Todd. We'll get there. <laughs> Larry, cool with that? Kumbaya, my lord. <laughs> Jevin, you sound good, man. <laughs> oh, that was, yeah, no, that was, <laughs> my voice gets a little lower in the morning. <laughs> I mean, I just feel, I really, I, I feel like I've, I was talking to my buddy Colin who did the Pelican Bomb Squad logo and he's done a couple other things for me. He did the world's tiniest penis, which looks like a penis. <laughs> and he, uh, and I, he said, how do you, f- don't you feel like, and I, and I kind of finished the sentence. I said, like, I feel like I'm just waking up. <laughs> you know, after the staying home with kids and changing diapers and yeah, doing man. silicone all the time and working, teaching lessons all the time and being a Kavanaugh's band. And then all of a sudden it was like, all of a sudden the kids went to school. All of a sudden silicone stopped doing so many gigs. And all of a sudden it was like, I'm unlucky, but I like to win. <laughs> It's hard to make it in the jungle. I was like, okay, I'm back. I mean, really. <laughs> Jeff, it's back. I felt like I was back. Yeah. You know what you mean, man? Well, you've definitely um, exploded. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, to, uh, to 100 people at least. Yeah. In a no, small man. town, that's all that matters, that's all man. You need, dude. Yeah. No, it's. As a, as a booking agent, that's all I care about. Right. I know, man. I hear you. Yeah. It's Bring 100 people with you. Yep. What's that growing in the cow pie? What's that growing in the cow pie? Because, you know, when bluegrass was coined back in whatever year that was, and the radio DJ actually came up with the term bluegrass and said, this uh-huh. is bluegrass. And uh, he came on the radio and did Mule Skinner Blues. And, and, his, and you know, Bill Monroe is an interesting guy. We mm-hmm. can talk about him for three podcasts. Picking up the whole band on a Maybe we should. Plank and Maybe strong we should. guy. A womanizer. Drinker. And a mandolin just like crazy. I'm a great mandolin player that wrote a lot of unusual songs in addition to writing normal songs like, uh, you know, like My Little Toy Heart or something. Yeah. I, I did a lot. Of, I mean, listen to a lot of Bill Monroe. 
A lot of Bill Monroe, a lot of Axl Rose. Here I am. <laughs> Boom. That's it. The Jevonator. That's all I got to do. <laughs> put it put it in a blender and mix it up. Yeah. A couple, a couple oysters and you're good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Jevon smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> Tasty. There's no more of those. They're <laughs> 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 <Those are> done. <laughs> but we digress. But I like to win. It's hard to make. Well, it I mean, I've said a lot. Of, I've said a lot of things to, to band like like people, and they're like, and then t- a few years later, they're like, "Man, you came off like a real, you know, at the at the, well, the first time I met you." And I thought, well, you know, it's just getting excited. I mean, I I get really amped up around people, and I like to shock people. That's that's another thing. That's why Bout you need a microphone the... and a stage, dude. It's the right, <laughs> it's the right career path for you, buddy. I know, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know, but you get carried away. I mean, people get carried away on microphones. They can. They can yeah. get a lot of trouble on microphones too. They can. Yeah, they can get career-ending like, on microphones from time yeah, to time. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, or off mic. Yep, that too. Get on a stage and put on some rubber shorts. You feel like a king. <laughs> <laughs> so. Can we talk about silicone, too? What's going on with silicone these days? Oh. If people don't know, but everyone does know, so I don't even know why I'm wasting my breath. Yeah. No, no, silicone Sister is, is Jevin's 80s tribute band, I right. guess. Yeah, right, it, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if Larry's ever seen that Oh, before. yeah, several times. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, that's something that had to be done because uh, driving around in a van playing one kind of music did not work for me. Yeah. So I started listening to Guns N' Roses again. Uh, I remember when it, I remember it <laughs> like it was yesterday. <laughs> uh, we were going to Williams, Bur- Williams some, Town, Pennsylvania, where my aunt, where my aunt lives, close by in Elmira, New York. And I was listening to Bill Monroe, and I was working on a song about the Susquehanna River or something. And I said, "Man, I got to change it up." So I. But I hadn't listened to Guns N' Roses or Van Halen in a long time because I was on this Grateful Dead and Roots music thing where I was listening to Mississippi John Hurt or I was listening to John Hartford or I was listening to Bill Monroe only in the van. I was, and I was controlling it because it was my van. I bought it. And, and, uh, and then we put in <laughs> Appetite for Destruction, <clears throat> which is, I don't care who you are, it's got to be one of the top 20 albums of all time to it, me. It know, hits people, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a good album. Yeah. And it's got good songs. And it's just a rock, it's just like a rock and roll band. Yeah. Um, and then we started uh, we started it at the Big Bamboo. Me and this dude named Chris Lee, who had an amazing singing voice, could sing uh, like the White Snake songs and Skid Row songs in their original keys like Whoa. a madman. <laughs> I remember that. And you were way out ahead of the whole tribute movement there because they're, they're really now now it's like known there's oh, like yeah. a, there's a cover band Steel for Panther every genre or right, you journey name. cover band or acdc cover but band, you guys right. were way you were really in front of that whole thing man well, i think that was like 2004 three maybe when we started it it was 2001 yeah yeah and because pierce had just been born and i lived right down the road in bridge street in the guccio's little uh wooden trailer <coughs> and um I was 230 pounds. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Wow. And uh, I was playing the Bamboos open mic night. And, we were, and I, always tell pe- I would always tell people, I would say, come on in and we'll do, we can play any song you can sing. So we'd do like Madonna. I remember this girl used to come in and sing Madonna a lot. 
And uh, then one night, Chris Lee walked in, and no one was in there except Jason Hazel and his buddy. And we meet Chris Lee and myself and Tom Bruno just literally drilled through every song that Silicon does now. Uh Um, And he was was a great singer. And so we started the band in 2004. And then in 2005, Andy Pitts joined the band as Billy C. (laughs) And after we had Billy C, it was was pretty much musicians would come see it and go, whoa, away is what they would do. (laughs) Yeah, they go. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't think any musician that's seen Silicon one time has has really come back and I, and I can s- sort of consider that a compliment because <laughs> when you see the, him play the guitar I mean he's great at playing the guitar okay he, but when you see him play the guitar and look the way he looks it's you over. don't want to come back and see it again it's over you don't want to come see too it much. again no I'm just, I'm just <laughs> and this might be the, the this, if I say anything rude today this might be the rudest thing I say but you feel like burning your guitar, mm-hmm. yeah. which is almost how I felt the other night when I saw Yanni play, who was one of, who was a student of mine a long, long time ago. And when I when I heard Yanni playing with, with uh, Cranford's show uh, the other night, I just thought like, man, that's you know, I mean, I taught Hannah a little bit, you know, like like I taught her a few things. I remember like writing out some solos or whatever. But um, Yanni took lessons for a few years, and we literally all we would do in there was like joke around and listen to music. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these kids I've taught over the years um, at John's Music on Hilton Head. Boom. Been there since '94. Hmm. Love um, is crazy, man. Yeah, but you know, a lot of them, a lot of what I've done is just created awareness about the full scope of there's a there's a world outside of um, Iron Man and. Uh, and Sweet Child of Mine, which right. are the three biggest songs that anyone wants to learn. So I've just pretty much said, like, hey, this is cool. Classic rock's cool, but there's a lot of other stuff out there. Yeah. Which Context. is just as important. Context. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep, you got to know what you're talking I mean, you got to know. You've got to know. If you're going to be a, a BS artist, you've got to know more than the average bear about if you're going to talk about the band or if you're going to talk about Dylan or the dead or cream or Hendrix or the bands that I really got into <coughs> when we were playing big dogs <laughs> back in the day or daddy Zach's whatever. So Silicon is oh, still yeah. Silicone, on it on yeah. the, on the top as far as Silicon. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. one, one of the most recognizable bands in the area. I yeah. would go there. Luckily, well, you know, and we only do it twi- twice a year now around here. Mm-hmm. So it goes back to your model, Jordan. Scarcity, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Always scarcity make, and always scary Always leave them more. Yes. Yeah. Um, we just had a great show for Halloween over at Bluffton Wild Wings, and uh, the place came alive again for us. You know, it was great. standing room only. And it was crazy. It's just uh, get away with murder at those gigs. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing pump, throwing rotten pumpkins off the stage one year in Hilton Head, <laughs> or uh, you know, just uh, making people leave. Just plus, you get to dress up. Oh yeah, <laughs> you get to wear fishnets and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, you do. Yeah, if you if you haven't seen it, you don't understand. Yeah. But if you've seen it, then you you've. You, but when Jevin's like, yeah, what we do is we try to make people leave. People who don't know Jevin are gonna be like. Who the hell is this? Why? Why? Yeah. Right. Why would you want but to do that? But everybody knows Jevin, who's listening yeah. to this. Well, you know, and, and then so, uh, the, the the people that are 
just now realizing you need to stay till the end of the show. They have maybe the, you're listening now and you just did that the other night and you had to hear you had to you were there. I mean, you know, and it's it gets interesting last half hour or so. So let's yeah. talk about the entirety of of Jevin, right? So is that even a thing? How can we how well, can we box this up? Because because you're a multi-dimensional kind of musician. I think it's a really it's one of my my because of growing up around because of all the work that's around here for all of us well i really respect this about you a lot because you um wear a lot of different hats not only the the metal silicone thing but you're a great teacher and you've been a teacher for like you said since 94 the bluegrass thing which you know you you know all of the bluegrass tunes and you also play fiddle what what how many instruments do you play uh lately i've been trying to do more of like it makes people laugh but instruments that are kind of forgotten you know like i play the fiddle and the like, mandolin like the hurdy-gurdy or what? well you <laughs> the know do- like, the dobro <laughs> no i mean not even the dobro like the kazoo the slide whistle and the juice harp are things that i've been trying to bring to the like i've been trying like okay here here's here's the thing like the triangle solo and that guy exactly <laughs> right. uh, we did we did a triangle i thought you were talking about when we did low country christmas live at fat patties in the back of the van we all sat in the back of the van and recorded with one mic yep and my dad played this, I want to say horrendous, but it, it, after I listened to it, it wasn't. You know, he played a triangle solo, and Andy played Jew's harp, and I played ukulele, and Gary played the bells and sat way back. <laughs> Gary's huge, you know. But, um, yeah, I mean, I can, I, can, I can play the guitar and the bass and the mandolin and the fiddle and the, and the guitar. I think I already said that. But, uh, you know, um, to me, to me it's, it's as I keep going through the metal silicone thing or playing with Joe and unicorn meat or with Gary and the nice guys in the world or with playing with Kavanaugh has been a hard, that's a hard pill to well, swallow. Well, I was getting there. So yeah. yeah, you've got metal, you've got the bluegrass, you've got the teaching right. you, and lots of different instruments, all that right, stuff. Right, but then right. you also do a, a straight cover thing with, with uh, Mike with th- over the tiki. tiki and th- yeah. well with, with really with, yeah, that's a straight, that's just what do you want to hear? Nice people on vacation. And you learn all the right. part, like when you learn uh, dancing in the moonlight, <laughs> Or when you learn a Toto song or a Steely Dan song, well, I heard you, you guys. I heard you guys play. Um, oh, you heard the song "Songs of Swing." And I was like, I remember your face. Totally, <laughs> na- like totally nailed that solo. Like it was sounded like I was listening. I think to radio. I was looking at you while I played and the I was, solo. I, I was, was burning. I, yeah, my my retinas were burning. Right. Yeah, I'm like, this yeah. is this is no, what I'm, I'm talking prou- about. I mean, I'm proud to. I'm proud of. I'm proud to. To do music here, I'm proud to represent this area, and you know. My teacher Willie Smith at at Hilton Head was a was a in your face kind of guy, and I've been surrounded with people that are in your face, and I respond to that. That's what that's what I respond to is, mm-hmm. you know, I'm gonna get in your face with this music, and uh, you know, a lot of the people I listen to are not that way. That's me. I mm-hmm. so again, I have to be me, and and uh, playing cover tunes is the best way to write songs. Put I mean, the kids through college too. Right. I agree. Yeah. yeah, you got it. Well, I mean, don't don't be me. Don't go this. Don't go to the extreme that I've gone to. But it, but you're right. It's a great. It you have to learn the function well, of harmony and the structure of good songs. And the best way to do that is by copying and standing on the right. shoulders of the people who came before right. you. Yeah. But but an interesting point about playing original music too, though, is uh, and to quote Rich Militich, who used to be in Low Country Boyle, I've died in the middle of my original songs on stage. I mean, he you sometimes you're playing your songs and you're thinking to yourself. Is this a good song? I mean, you're pl- and you're playing it, hmm. and you're trying to not be in your head at hmm. that time, and you're thinking like, 
is this a good song? I'm in a small town and there's a few people paying attention, you know, right. or whatever. Hmm. But then somebody says, hey, man, we were listening to Keith Richards just keeps on living at a party last night, man. That's awesome, you know, or... Or uh, is it love or is it pollen or something, you know? And right. uh, which which I play with Martin. I love that song. It's a great song. It I is. Mean, a I good love song. it. Yeah. <laughs> Gary helped me Wonderful write, write that one, and uh, Martin and we played that at the TED Talks. We play. I don't know. Martin's the the dude. <laughs> Martin is the dude. We're talking about Martin Lash. <laughs> We're okay. talking about Martin Lash, and uh, who would do that? Who would in the middle of their TED Talks say? Hey, I'm going to invite my friend Joe Vickers, Gary, and Jevin up here. And we're not, we're not going to play one of my songs. We're going to play one of Jevin and Gary's songs. That takes a lot of cool, man. selflessness, I think. It takes a lot of, of – I mean, well, of course, that's his – that's the way he operates, yeah, he's, though. He's very selfless. He's very, great humility. Yeah. yeah. And my wife loved it because she's an asthma sufferer, and she said, oh, my gosh, he's written a song <laughs> for me. As am I. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Revelation. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, that, that, that could be a whole – totally different podcast just to talk about the asthma well no. that too but talk about the musicians <laughs> suffering that, you know the, the musicians around here that are selfless and can kind of lift other yes. people up while still being monsters in their own right right yeah i i think it's a very sharing community in many many ways i agree uh, but musically uh I, I i and i'm not a musician although i do for 20 years have played a kazoo which is uh, anybody can do it anybody can do it mostly uh, all you need is that glottal emphasis but uh, See, I, I, impressed. I'm Googling <laughs> that word right now. Keep moving. He's Cranford's done a lot. He's done a lot of good around here. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, he, he chided you in to started writing some more stuff. He might have. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He uh, we we were in the music store one afternoon and they had just come in with their like Hey guys, we got our third album over here. You know, you want to you want to get an album over here. And I was like, oh, third album. Yeah, well, I did my third album back in like '97. <laughs> oh, and then and then Phil Sermon, Phil Sermons looked at me. The Sermons, the bassist for Cranford Hollow, looks at me and goes, "That's weird because I've never heard it." And I, re- you know, you but you realize what is the turnover rate yep. for new music? Sure. Two years, Birdie maybe. or Lord or anybody big like Jesus or whatever it is like. There's a turnover rate. Those people go out and party in the bars, and then they have kids, and then they just, they're done. Yep. <laughs> they're done. That's true. Yeah. So, true. you know, for me, it was kind of like, well, I did these Daily Planet albums with Jeff Franklin in 1996, 97, two of them. Second one took us 100 hours. <laughs> you know. Because you um, were using two inch tape then? What were you using? Well, we were using ADATs, and, uh-huh. and Jeff was saying, You guys think you're singing in tune right now? I'm a, and he pretty much. You know, there's been a lot of uh, eat crow moments for for the Daily Brothers. <laughs> I mean, I'll just say me, but you know, and talking about your brother Gavin as yeah, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great songwriter, and Gavin. a hell of a tattoo artist. He is. Oh, he's killing it, man. Yeah. Uh, but you know, but Cranford, Cranford, I, I see, I see a lot of my. I don't want to say this and it sound too weird, but I I do see a lot of myself. Like he's a poker. Mm-hmm. You know he's a jabby. He's a prodder. He's yeah. a you know he's and uh, he was like you know after that comment I thought no nah, I mean I swear I wrote some songs where when was the last time I, when was the last time I wrote a song right. and it was probably on Bridge Street when I when I wrote this song about flossing my teeth with Spanish moss and and taking a bath in the May River 
And that was third, ten, that had been at that point eight, nine, ten years yeah. prior. Right. And so uh, I said, hey, man, well, can, can I write a song for the Swamp Fire sampler? <laughs> and I wrote a song for my wife. Right. And uh, John did some really bizarre, like, low, like, low, low piano stuff on it. And I thought, well, that's unusual. That's production. That must be what it is to produce something. Right. And uh, we produced another song together, and we done, did some recordings. Uh, one of them had my wife on it. You know, we, I entered it. And he, he's done a lot. You know, I mean, love him or hate him, he, he'll get you off the couch, you know? He's going to... I'm going to say something, and I don't want you to take it the wrong way. You guys are very similar. I know. You're so similar that that's, that's why... It is you guys are both so essential to each other. Well, people like us are in towns across America. I'm not sure they're exactly like us. Sure, but, you know, parallel universe or whatever. But it's like I don't I don't know how else to describe it other than to say you two are essential to each other. Right. Yeah. I yeah. think so. Well, I was telling someone the other day because you like, keep each other going. You keep like the, here's my auntie, raise it. Here's mine. Oh, did you see the poster forth? we did for the? Cranford was playing one night at the Bamboo, and the Silicone played the next night. Yeah, and, and, the and it was like Jevin versus Cranford in like a grudge match. Yeah, you know, which yeah, you know, I mean, that's just funny. But it's, love that. It's oh, we love that as it's a funny, community. We love that as long as we keep it. Try to keep it as clean as we can. Sure, because you know it can get it can get. I'm sure Larry would have had some glottal <laughs> words or something, but uh, you know, I mean, it's it. The beginnings of that relationship were a little strained. <laughs> As are some. Well, that's your. That's also your style, Jevin. Right. It is. Yeah. You, you, you don't come out hugging, man. No, no. I come out. <laughs> that's I come, right. Comes yeah, out swinging. Exactly. Hugs right. out later. I'm trying to. Uh, yeah, I still. I stick my foot in my mouth for. I try to tell people I stick my foot in my mouth for a living. That's all right, man. Yeah. Got to be careful. Do some more editing. Sure. And then you. And then you can write the songs and make people laugh, and they'll respect you. But it's hard. You know. I mean. All of us, I mean, everybody has this little, like, you know, am I, get up and maybe you don't feel like you're the guy today. And you're, am I a failure? Or, I'm, I mean, or am I more, maybe I am a little more insecure than others, you know? But you have to look in the mirror and realize you're a 200-pound, six-foot person now. I swear I am. <laughs> <laughs> and not a child? Is that who's who's incredibly fast and strong now. Yeah, you have to, like, you can't. You're not in sixth grade anymore, man. You have right. good, your hair's not that bad anymore. <laughs> You're not wearing the same pair of sweatpants every day to I just school. remembered my first Jevin story. I remember when I met you. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I'm going to go here, man. I wonder <laughs> if you're going to remember this. This is old. Oh, by stuff. the way, we're going to take this Jevin, and we're going to make it to an entirely different interview. <laughs> like, this is going to be its own thing. Oh, okay. By the way, just by the way. Oh, it's it cool. is? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, so we can yeah, go as long as we want. Well, it seems like it's going on and on and on, which is something <laughs> I tend to do. It's not like we're reaching the end of this, are we? No. No, 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 no. no. Then it was 3 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> my my children are then. still at the Bring school. Bring up another round of Bloody Marys. <laughs> Thank God there's, we're not drinking now. No, it was 19... I'm going to go... 74? I don't know. It was a long time ago. No, it wasn't that right. long. No, but it was like, it was, it was definitely late 90s. And I was playing in a duo. You're going to remember this now. With Hugh Price. You remember that dude? You may oh, not yeah. remember. Oh, of course I do. No, 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 no. Oh, no, I do know Hugh Price because he got on stage 
with Gavin and I in the band Daily Planet. Is and, this what it was? Okay, and tried to sing harmonies. I don't remember this, but I remember I don't remember the specifics of it, but I remember it was over in I think where old Henchies Beach used Market. to be. Yeah, in that area. Oh yes, and I this remember is like, this. <laughs> yeah, this is like Hugh and I were playing in a duo and you know, like prior Hugh to was like a huge deadhead, like super yeah. the dead in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But this is it. This is it. This is to- I mean, right. you, you touched it right there. I know. Yeah. Because like there was like even like a competition for who is more of a deadhead. Oh. Like that was like Jevin. Like right the, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You guys both really like the mu- same music, but they were both like yeah. polar opposites about like, no, 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 you're not a deadhead. Right. And you just did it right there, yep. which is great. Because yeah, <laughs> I know. For me, that makes no sense. Like, I'm like, if, yeah. if you really like John Coltrane, I'm like, I like him too. We're sure, friends, but man. do you like the Olatunji or do you like him with Dolphy? Do you like him with the original See, that's quartet? It. I mean, that's, that's it. Yeah. yeah. It's it's total nerd. It's a nerd fan. Yeah, it, 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 it yeah. seems very strange to get like confrontational about your love for something. Not to me. But whatever, yeah. yeah but yeah, I remember yeah, like right. so I was playing with Hugh and we you know, we were playing over in Caligny or something, and then you were there, and I think, yeah, Hugh came over and like sang a song with you, and I didn't even know Tried who you were. to. And, and you were like that was a bad harmony or something, but like he I rem- sang my part. <laughs> <laughs> I remember at the end of it, like you guys were gonna fight in the parking lot Gavin over probably. a harmony part or something. Yeah. I was like, yeah. who the hell is this dude <laughs> that wants to fight someone over like music? I was like, this is really weird vibe. Man. His name is Jevin. His name is Jevin. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you want to talk about music? <laughs> well, let's get in the ring, baby. Let's get in the ring. Let's put on the tights. I mean, that's you called that a five chord. That's that <laughs> was like not five. Yeah, that's not a. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, you know, I grew up with the, I grew up with the Road Warriors, and I grew up powerlifting in high school with Gavin and and you know Sean Hare, who became a WWF wrestler, and Scott Vick, who oh, I was remember sick Sean, boy. Man, it's been a long time. And there was old, and my mother who I don't you know people always say like your mom was so she was such a shining star and such like a oh my god yeah well she used to bang our heads together like not like she did it you know like I had a party one year like wrestling style like pow like my mom had like <laughs> Thirty-inch thighs and was like full-blooded Italian that would kick that would ki- that would literally fight uh, her, t- you know, not fight fist fight, but we just wrestle and stuff. And she was crazy, and you know, and my dad's not that ch- chill of a guy either. I mean, he's not. He looks like a chill guy. I could see him definitely working up a fight, for sure. You know, but uh, dead the deadhead thing. I mean, that's. The deadhead thing is just—it's all—it's something. It's another well, so that's facet. another another gear, another side of. Oh Jevin. yeah, you've shaky got, bones. You've got another band. I forgot about right? that. Another. So yeah, we got silicone '80s metal. We right. got the Grateful Dead. We've got right. the bluegrass, yeah. the teaching, and then let's talk about the merch thing because right. that's a, that's like another that's another, another part of aspect Jevin. of who you are these days. Yeah, um, it it, it is. <laughs> I feel I almost feel silly talking about it, but. Um, I think my name is a, is a really it's a really uh, it's a unique little thing I can market, you know. And so, not to down, not to. I mean, I couldn't do it without Andy. I couldn't do it without Gary. I couldn't do it without my dad. I couldn't do it without my band director from the high school. I couldn't do it without Joe Vickers. Couldn't do it without the core bars out there that are coming to the gigs wearing the stuff, you know, that like mm-hmm. the new uh, drunk on Defusky hat. The, um, so tell me about your product lines at this point. Okay. How many do we have? How okay, many? so we, we, did the, we did the album, and that's when we were doing the Be Excited Like Jevin, 
which is actually a Cranford uh, reference. Cranford's phrase. Yep. Be excited like Jevin. <clears throat> so I did the pink hats because I like you know neon skater because I'm also a hard I'm a hardcore skateboarder. That's one of the things about me <laughs> that I don't know if you guys knew about, but I was sponsored in middle school on Hilton Head. Like Powell uh, Peralta. Wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Lance Mountain, you know, all the, right. like. I had a Miguel. Santa Cruz. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. My, no, Santa my, Cruz is awesome, jam, man. Yeah. Great boards. Uh, there was a huge skate scene here when I arrived. Uh, we made it. I guess we, you know what? I guess, I think Gavin and I probably amplified that. We had this shaved on one side, long hair, and, you know, and get, doing inverts in the street and uh, <laughs> being chased by the cops and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, it's just something I've always liked. I, I don't want to say the word fashion, <clears throat> but, you know, the right pair of jeans, the right pair of shoes. I mean, you guys are wearing some expensive shoes, and I don't even see them right now. I know you uh, are. No? I'm no? Not, no. Not right now? Well, I'm wearing the, uh, the world's Sokanese. ugliest shoes. This, oh. is, this is when you know you're like... Mid for, oh, oh no, Hocus. No, these are, these are Hocus. Hocus. Never yeah, mind. No, no. Ultra running. The, the running, the great running. No, I, I thought I was wearing my other ones. Saucony. I thought I was wearing Ultras, which are oh, but Big toe ugly. box. Yeah, yeah, but they're so yeah. comfortable. That's the part of the running, Javit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do that anymore right now. Um, so we got the CD that just came out that Stu produced and mixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have the beginning of branding everything but your band name Yep. by Jevin. So we got... You kiss my daughter. I'm gonna kiss you. Sticker uh, logo designed by Brian Little, who's done all the silicone sister Which merch. Is an homage to <coughs> Rolling Stones. It, it, right. It's a rebrand. Is that called rebranding or is that repurposing? Homage. I'd say homage. homage. Right. Some people might call it trademark infringement, but whatever, dude. <laughs> no <laughs> way. Call it what? It's trademark infringement. Some people. Nah, it's, it's I'm kidding. far enough. Right, I'm but, it, I'm right but as it's long great. as you just barely change the color and you cha- and you. No, ch- it's it's. I'm joking. It right. is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Right away. You but go. you have to toe the line because I saw that. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You I do. get it. Stones. You, do. you like the stones? He did the silicone sister Oscar Mayer Wiener font thing. You know, and, and, I, and we, I made it Silicone Sista. Ah. Uh-huh. You know, because we used to have some fans <laughs> that used to be like, hey, it's the Sista. You know, so I just want to make, I, I just want to make everything in this little, I want to make it so it fits under this tent. Yep. You know. It's your ecosystem. Right. Ecosystem. So we got the, we got the Cow Pie Hunting Club shirt, which is something that I saw around here that I wanted to sort of make fun of. Mm-hmm. You know, like, going down to Bray's Island to hunt some pigeons tomorrow with, the, <laughs> with old my, my dogs you know, so, I, so I thought the, I saw I thought the cow pie song you hunt, go hunting you know so sure. uh, so we did the cow pie I, I had Colin Noonan no I'm sorry I had I had Brian Little design the, the cow pie hunting club thing and then I did uh, the be excited about Bluffton which you know it's it is what it is. Sort of. I don't know. If How's that even, selling? It's, it's, not, it's all right. It's it's medium. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. What's, well, your, what's the, your biggest seller? What's your biggest seller to date? Because uh, I have a be excited like Jevin hat, and yeah, I didn't even yeah. know what it meant. Well, everybody, I just, yeah, I just bought one it's because part, Jevin well, told yeah. me to. That's the way right. Jevin works. <laughs> Buy this turd. That's it. Yeah, like <laughs> there's a bridge. Oh, that's a nice looking turd. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that don't be a like Jevin. You know, whatever that means to can mean whatever you wanted to. Right. Uh, and uh, what else have I sold a lot of? The the Pelican Bomb Squad shirts are starting to sell. The Low Country Militia that we that I have today, and uh, I sold out of some other stuff really quickly, which was um, it was another brand. It was another little song brand, and I can't remember what it was. <laughs> what it was. I don't either. 
drunk on the first. Oh, uh, the hats. Are, these drunk on the. This is a. This is only. There's two of these. The dad, drunk dad, dad throwing, dad the, throwing <laughs> the baby. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> Um, I think I brought, oh, yeah, but uh, the cow pie thing did okay. I mean, a lot of people just don't know what it is. Right. But that's... I don't get the reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but for those that do, it's hilarious. Right. And there's and now we're... The, the, the most recent song I've written will be <clears throat> the next thing, uh, I'm So High You See on the Low Country. And that'll be the uh. most... That'll be the newest thing. Uh, See, that... Can we all agree that that is, that is genius? You write a song, and you, you market the song. You make a bunch of merch about it. And that's, come and, on. And you walk away from it. And, you, and, yeah, and, a, and you're not is, afraid to move on to the next well, thing. Right, as opposed I, you, to be like, no, I'm going to build my brand. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. this people brand don't, over. Who cares about the brand? Now. Really, you just want to sell something, and you want to, people to like it. And associate it with you, and I you don't care if it's twenty-four of something. That's then, right, and, and you don't care if it says your name on it or not. People know where they got it, and right? Yeah, it's cool. Well, that Larry from the Oyster Trail doesn't realize that the shirt that I gave him has a Jevin Cyclops image on the back. <laughs> that that uh, so Chris Rosenberry subliminal uh, stuff in there. <laughs> it's not subliminal. It's huge on the back. It's it's me, two of me. With a with three eye, it's just you know it's on the shirt. So, Sweet. well, we did a jump your bones. You know, remember the song? Yep, I want to yep, jump your yep. bones. You it's know. classic. Yeah, we did the video. That was that was cool too. You know, Jesse Renew has a lot to do with this sort of stuff too. Is um, what she kind of did was say, uh, "Oh, Jevin, you think you're so cool, you know, but your songs are are they're okay. Andy's songs are where it's at, or Gary's songs are where it's at, you know." And so for my big cartoon songs, I just kind of felt like, instead of buying the Adam Clayton signature bass that's coming out soon, which I still might buy, the Purple Sparkle Fender Precision or Jazz, whatever it is, I want to spend money on merch. And I want to, if I have to give it away, fine. Because I mean, if I can sell 12 of them and break even, then I can give more away and put them and I can put one on this person. Because you know, I want to get them at the top of the food chain and all these little clicks too, you know. Yeah. I mean, I just... I am. My hat is off to you, literally and figuratively. That, that is that is absolutely genius, and well, should be and should be used by. I mean, other people need to well, they take do. note. Yeah, but they do, but it's stolen though. I've got this from somewhere else. I don't. I mean, it doesn't. That doesn't you know, matter. I mean, you put like a, you ever you ever seen like once in a while if you get shown the light in the strangest of places if you look at it right, Garcia. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a little rainbow with the sun. I mean, my life is just weirder than that. I mean, I hate to say it, but my life's weirder than the Grateful Dead. It's, sure. You know, I mean, that's a cool. But that's your. But but that. But you have created that persona. Right. Uh, did I send you the? Did I? Are we gonna? I'm that, downloading it right now. You want to listen to the song? Uh, yeah. Is this world's tiniest pianist? Pianist? Yeah, it's coming. Okay, cool. So uh, <laughs> it's just, it's just people are you know how people always say, did you start with the lyrics first or did you did you start with the melody first? No, here's what I did. <laughs> I heard someone say the word the word pianist, and what's funnier than a tiny pianist? And how about the world's tiniest pianist? That's gonna be huge. But the but the you know honestly and though, we're able to get away with this because we're adding a T to the end, so we're talking about a totally different thing. Right. So we can avoid all the explicit stuff. Well, you know, yeah, because 
<laughs> There's no cursing on Allison Chain's facelift. There's no cursing on Van Halen One. There's no cursing on Blues for Allah. There's no cursing. I mean, all these albums that are like my like my number ones, except for Blood Sugar Sex Magic, or A Love Supreme, or Bitches Brew, or whatever. You know, <clears throat> there's no cursing on it. So. Everybody knows that if you really want to put an exclamation point on something, you can drop the f bomb. But how do you get? How do you go for? How do you go further than that without using profanity? Perfect. So you, you can play it for your kid, yeah. you know. Yeah. And my kids, <laughs> my kids know all these songs. And I was going to say before we listen to this song, I want us to listen to the, the lyrics in this song because they're actually very serious until it gets to the big. Dumb. Greg Critchley calls it the hit you, over, hit you over the head moment where you go, Dong! he's going to be huge, you know. <laughs> but it's really, this, this is an, if anyone's traveled anywhere to do anything in a van or in a Land Rover with a, you know, whatever to your gig or whatever it is, you're going to identify, even if we just listen to a, like one minute of the song, you're going to listen it. to the whole thing. Let's cool. Do it. Let's cool. listen to it. Cool. Featuring, tiniest Mar featuring Martin Lesh on piano. Featuring track. the pianist, Martin Lesh. And a tub, a kind of a tubby mix that you're probably not going to like. I don't care. Let's right. listen. Well. Sitting on telephone books, hands like meat hooks. The littlest man you've ever seen playing the piano. Only stands four foot two. Wears a size 14 shoe Move over Beethoven This cat's been paying his dues Travels round chasing his muse Plays dive bars and fancy clubs too World's tiniest pianist He's gonna be huge All the legwork alone Bookings through email or phone He'll drive through the night To make a radio show in the next town He jumps through hoops to promote In newspaper or by live remote Plays on the streets Gaining new fans one at a time Travels around playing his songs Does what it takes just to get along World's tiniest pianist He's gonna be huge Gonna be huge Bigger than life what he was born to do Chasing his muse 
Always dive bars and fancy clubs too World's tiniest pianist One day he's gonna be huge Gonna be huge Bigger than life What he was put on earth to do And, and people were like talking about it on Facebook. What are you talking about? He made a poster. For what? The world's tiniest pianist, man. He's playing. He's playing tonight on All Joy. At, there's a new <laughs> piano bar opening up. It's uh, <laughs> it's six o'clock. And awesome. all these people were talking about it on. The Who's playing in Bluffton? You don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know yeah. So I made I made a poster. And, uh, you should put this on the podcast, dude. Yeah, well, we're, it's live right now. Is it? Oh, it Are is. We on yeah. It? yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we. So he was. He had a gig uh, at this new club on on All Joy, a piano bar, and I thought it was just hilarious. Like, you know, that people would people even would think that the that you could put a venue down there. <laughs> you know, it's like somebody's house it's off Mullet Road uh, <laughs> on Shad Lane. Yeah, it's just funny. I mean, you know, life's just funny. I mean. But it's a great way to promote a song. <laughs> totally, life is funny, and people are bored, and you're yeah. giving them something to talk about. You gotta remember, you gotta remember that you're the you're the best person in the room to be on the microphone at that moment. That's, That's right. a Kavanaughism, you know. I'm the best person here right now that can do this job. That's mm. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding, Mike. <laughs> just kidding, Mike. Don't beat me up. Um, yeah, learned a lot from that guy too. I love that. That song is genius. Thanks. I think it's great. And speaking of, I've had a few, more than a few comments about the poster that I designed for you with Hemingway on the front. Yeah. And they're like, why, why Hemingway? Yeah. And I said, well, I'm about to blow Jevin's head up. But <laughs> I do think that the way that Hemingway wrote was simple, honest, direct, used as few words as possible to convey the biggest, broadest message. Can reach anybody saying what he said. But it leaves you, it, it also leaves... When you cut the fat away from things, what's left? Right. That's really what it's you It's not do. genius. It's really just like kind of sort of caveman. But that's it, though. People want to overcomplicate things. They want to make so much metaphor so that they can be, yeah. you know, they can, they can be deep and misunderstood. And, right. well, but nobody, like, nobody really wants to be that way. But People always want to be Someone's going to succeed at that, too, though. Sure, and they have. Over, you know, you can over... You can, 
you can overword it. You can over you can throw everything in there in the kitchen sink, and you can throw all the stuff, you, all the copper pots and whatever you want. But sure, that's not me. You know, right. I mean, uh, that's just not me. I mean, you know, and, and if I sit around long enough, I can come up with lines like fondness, fervor, adoration, prickle, tickle, irritation in a song <laughs> about is it love or is it, po-? you know, is it love or is it pond? I don't know. It's sure. Just, I mean, yeah, you got some lyrics, man. Yeah. It's good. Well, and just because I have time, <laughs> I just have time right now. It's right. just how my life is, you know. Wake up, get the kids to school. My wife goes to work and, you know, like, like, you know, after I destroy Larry's dreams of beating me at pickleball. <laughs> I mean, that's what I do. I go, pl- I go, I was running for a while, which was really the best thing probably for me. How old are your kids now? Uh, Brianna's 10. Uh, Cassie's nine, two girls. And then my son is a junior at Hillnet High and he is about to be 16. He's kind of ahead <clears throat> in school. He's a swimmer and Brianna can arm wrestle and Cassidy can uh, do like the perfect cartwheel. And they both, <laughs> both girls can sing. Yeah, you're ahead of me like four years in terms right. of parenting oh, and, yeah. and you with your little ones. And right. you're, you're, about ten year, you're about 10 years me. ahead. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're four. Yeah, about yeah. Four. Right. But I'm just coming into that phase right now where it's been stay at home musician, dad. You know, super and then you intense. go to work, and you're supposed to like relax and be loose and right, chill. Right. And but now my kids are in first and second grade, so really now it's like, oh man, I feel like I, I've got time to go and do a podcast with Jordan or whatever. Well, you know, or, which or, me, or, I have to carve out this right. very it's specific no- amount of time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my my entire world is revolved around yeah. here's my pockets of time I can be right. my true self, and then the other times I have to be. Well, you're being your true self. Yeah. But I have, to, I have to schedule my life based on the needs of others. No, you're not only being yourself. You're, you're shaping oh, man. a new version of yourself, man. Yeah. I, sure. You come yeah. out the other end a different guy. There's no question about oh, yeah. it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But at this point, it's still no, – I'm, I'm, ten, I'm 10 years behind, so there will come a time when you yeah, know, I'll be, I'll be living at, that. Look at us and be like, it's, it's, it's this coming. too shall pass, man. Because <laughs> it's, yeah. it's really good advice yeah. for like – Musician stay-at-home dads because sure. it's it's a thing, man. It's yeah. a really th- it's a thing. Oh yeah, Gary did it too. And, yeah, and you know, like last uh, last year, I said uh, we got it. this is we got now we get we have time. Your daughter's in school too, and you know I think there's also a year or two after your kid goes to kindergarten where you sit around and you're kind of it's not the happiest time. You know, you're kind of a little sad because. Where are my little companions right, that I right. was sure. I was taking to the playground or taking to the pool or forcing to ride bikes or, you know, forcing to ride bikes behind me while I run? Or I, I mean, I used to drag them behind me, <laughs> right. you know, and, and you can't do it. You cannot set up a microphone. You cannot come up with a good idea. No, you can't. Because your, yeah. your ideas are, 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 you know, I don't want to be a loser, Dad. I want to, I want to take my kids outside, you know. And, sure. You know, and, and there are, yeah, there are some days where you – let them watch sure, TV. you fail sometimes. Right, right. you do fail, right. but but um, you know, uh, I'm really, I'm all, all of this stuff that I'm doing is also sorted to show my kids that you know you you can you, you can be silly, you can be a goofball, you can do whatever, but I can I can show I show up on time. Sure, you know, uh, you know I get a little weird occasionally, but you know, load the equipment in. Buy new stuff. I try to buy new stuff all the time, which I'm sure you guys do. You know, mm-hmm. if, if it's a piece of gear or whatever. And I let my kid, I let my daughter EQ stuff too. You know, I show her like, let's cut this, let's cut this frequency out and look at it. You know, and it's look, it's this logic thing is perfect for Jevin because it's got pretty colors and right. it's you know, <laughs> right? I mean, it, you know, but real world experience. 
and yeah. it's great. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they've gotten up and they've gotten up at gigs and sung, uh, sung like crickets and bugs with us, you know, which is one of Andy's songs or mm-hmm. whatever. <clears throat> but it's been it's been it's fun. Yeah, man. It's fun, man. Love it. You're a good dude, Jevin, man. Yeah. Todd, you're a good dude. Thumbs thanks, up to you. Thanks, Jordan. Uh, Thank well, thanks for coming out today and, and talking about all of the, the, the many facets of Jevin. Yeah. And, it's, um, it's a deep and complex world, isn't it? It really is. It is fascinating. I mean, I, I've always <laughs> I had an idea, but it's been really fun to sit down and, and really look at the whole thing because it's, it's yeah. a lot of stuff, man. Sure. We didn't even talk about... My fascination with arm wrestling. We didn't talk about my fascination <laughs> nope. with aquarium fish. We didn't talk about <laughs> my fascination with colors. We didn't talk about yeah, I mean, none of that stuff. But you know, we yeah. all have that little. It's it's sure. it is neat to find out stuff about you guys too. Right. Because, sure, you know, I'm doing that too. So yeah, I'm stealing both your identities. It's right fine. Now. <laughs> <laughs> what what was the quote that I? Um, you're, you're the um, you're you're the personality. Um, you come in and you, you engulf someone else's oh. personality. How, how did we say that? I devour, the, I devour that's right. personality. <laughs> I, 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 that's just what I do. You I devour personality. Well, it was funny when you said, like, Jevin's just going to come in and take over. And I was trying, I was trying, I, I'm trying more and more to realize that, you know, I do kind of, uh, what's it called? Like, I kind of assert. And sometimes it's like, hey, man, you, you need to let, let yourself hear what other people have to say, too, because sure. some of the stuff... Well, as saying, soon as they're right, I'll listen to them, but yeah. up until then, they <laughs> yeah, can I mean, shut like, up, man. I mean, like, I wish everybody would just, like, do exactly what I do. <laughs> Clearly, they, I'll listen to their opinion when it aligns with mine. Here comes Todd. Here comes the real Todd. No, I mean, you know, we, we all... Our brains, the brain is a complex thing, and it, it is tells indeed. you things, and you have, to, you have to say, hey, brain, I'm the master of you. Right now, I think, (laughs) and I'm I'm gonna allow. You know, you got to pick up other stuff. You got to pick everything up along the way. I mean, there's a lot to it. A lot to you. Yeah. Plus, you have to know like what the notes are in a C major chord too, right? Sure. I mean, there's all this stuff to know. There's a lot to know. There's all this stuff about like my bass was not rolled off high enough, and other stuff like that in the recording. Yeah, but that's right. That's just stuff that we, as musicians, just kind of know. Huge part when it goes. Flat seven, right. made natural six, flat six yeah, to five. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah. you, you got to know that stuff too. Yeah, man. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah you, you, know yeah, you do. Too, right? But there are people out there. There are there are the Mike Cavanaugh's of the world that don't know that stuff, and they still will prove you wrong on stuff that you're supposed to know better than them. That's so true. you have to shut up and listen to, to them true, too. Man. And That's I've true. learned a lot from Mike's. Mike's been. Wait, this could just. We're done. <laughs> this could go on and on. I mean, this could go on and on from who you pick up. Who, who, where do you get all this stuff from? It's a, you know? it's, yeah. Well, we, we share a lot in common with the mic thing because I, I played in that band for 10 years. You, oh, you, and I'm coming up on 10 years. Y- are you really? Yeah, I'm coming no, up I'm on kidding. 10 We're years. Old, yeah. dude. Wait, yeah. so you're saying that JoJo Squirrel's been around for. Oh, 20, 20 years? Yeah, I, I think started, it's over 20. Yeah, I, I named it the Home Pickles. That's That was right. my addition to that right. name, right? Yeah, yep. He was huh. JoJo Squirrel. And I named, we used it, to go out there yeah. after Silicone because we didn't even go to sleep. And we would come out there and Todd would have on like uh, like a like a sh- like a T-shirt and it'd be like summertime and he'd have like a wool hat on <laughs> and he'd be playing like uh, marimba solos on like <laughs> on like blues tunes. You have like a gl- none of that happened. None of, <laughs> none of all, that. It happened. all happened. <laughs> what do you have like a Godin or something? You're playing MIDI no, sounds. No, I, I never played MIDI. You sounds. played synth sounds though. 
towards the end. I think there was your... a period where I had a line six, and there I remember. We go. I, See, I remember that I did. played around with some, white wool some hat weird, and a white, some... white t-shirt. Did I? And yeah, t- okay. totally. Okay. Yeah, it was a, like a medium shirt. I was running a lot back. You then, were. So, you, yeah. were you were svelte. Yeah. And uh, no, and Andy and I would come up there, and Ned was like the biggest JoJo Squirrel fan. Uh, Ned lives in Greenville now, super white teeth, and he would always be like, Kavanaugh. Why don't you shut up and let your voice is totally ragged out? And 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 Andy and I would just sit back there and we would watch this thing that was JoJo Squirrel. That, right. that band can play anything. The band can play anything. Well, we yeah. So the history of that band is it started with me. I was playing upright bass with Mike and a guy named Jim Brady. Oh um, wow! Yeah, beefcake. Yeah, it was right. beefcake. Right. There, there were, we were a trio. And back then, Jeez. you weren't allowed to play electric guitar at the Tiki Hut. Right. That was no like, drums. That was right. Yep. That was like post, like that Eric Clapton unplugged thing, yeah, where they're like, "That's our vibe here at the Joanne Tiki Hut." Joanne was right. Right. She didn't actually. Want that was even before Joanne. It might, yeah, 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 that was before right. Joanne. And then Joanne. And then when Todd left the band, I came in. Well, th- no, we but we morphed. We morphed from right. from that, and then we eventually added Reed when 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 when, Jim Brady, when left. Brady left. And then and you then, got John Bruner on. Drums. And then I started playing electric bass yep. with. with with Reed, and then Reed started playing some electric guitar, and then we're like, well, we're kind of not an acoustic trio. We're kind of just sort of like a crappy band that doesn't have a drummer, right? So, so then Bruner started showing up, and then we're like, now we're just a crappy band. Awesome. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Sweet. Kavanaugh so, still says complete. that. He goes, we're the expert. The other day, he just said it. He said, we know more about crap than you do. Just let us. Yeah. He goes, shut up and let us play. Yeah. I mean, he's hilarious on the microphone. He is funny. Oh, yeah. You know Kavanaugh. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a well, funny guy. We've all yeah. dealt with him, I mean. But yeah, so we did that gig for for 10 years and I think I tra- oh then Gary joined the band yep. and Reed left and then right. so I moved over to lead guitar right. yep. and, and and learned all those solos and all that good stuff and it was fun but then I I, I was like I think I was looping all the time I was just t- I was doing 8 gigs a week and I was just tired of yeah. working that much well yeah so. you were because you were at Steamers as well right yeah I was doing 6 nights a week there right, so, what, right did yeah. you see I don't know if you saw this but I posted a picture of one of your shirts the other day. Did you really? And no, all these li- got all these likes, and people were like, "Dude, I want one of those shirts because it said like, Todd Cowart Summer Tour 2008 like, or something." Place. Yeah. And it was Steamers was it every it night? Was every game <laughs> Steamers. It was like yeah. 40, 400. I did those shirts gig. for like twelve years. Man, that yeah. is great, so that is shirt. another That's, genius. That's that genius. is genius. That totally is. genius. Everybody, look, everybody's got the genius d- gene. Yeah. In them, just let you got. Sometimes it takes until you're until you're in your forties. Well, and you'll be out. chastised for it, you know. Like you can't listen to other people. Like you yeah. know, when I made those shirts, like the first time, you know, it was always kind of funny. It is pe- funny, but people were like, "Well, why aren't you selling a CD?" And back then, I was like, "Because people want shirts more than they want CDs." And maybe I should have sold it. It's CD hard to too, get people to listen to a CD too, because you know, I I like to. I like to be rude to people. But what you're say, doing with the merchandise, I think, is, yeah. is, is, is a very now thing, man. It's like, yeah. I, I need a CD, but you know, I need a shirt when I wake up in the morning. Really. Well, right, and then, and then you make them the shirt, and then they buy the shirt when they've got a buzz at the gig, and then they go home and they go... And they look at it. And, awesome. What did I just buy? <laughs> right, right. What's drunk on the Fusky? And then they message me, and they go, what's drunk on the Fusky? And then I send them this... I, I made the track Warped. With a with some kind of plug-in, <laughs> so it's like <laughs> so, very subtle treatment, but you know, and uh, yeah, you can just talk about it all day. I mean, you can just go on. It's, there's more stuff. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's more stuff. Yeah, there's more stuff. I mean, but the Kavanaugh band is it was a, it's a great thing, and I also think that I I mean I I grew so much as a musician in that band. Uh, it's just it's like a meat grinder, man. You get yeah. in there and it's like no no you got to learn. 
whatever, like you said, the yeah. solo from Well, then you'll go record. home and learn it, yeah, and then and he'll, say, yeah. he'll say, no, 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 that's not what my brain is hearing. So I don't even learn stuff until we get to rehearsals anymore. Yeah. Because I would learn stuff solo, like you know, I just learned like the reel in the ear solo, or like salt in the swing. I can play like backwards, sure. but and you know, play it with my fingers, and I try to play it real light right, and all right. that kind of stuff. But it's we're gonna do this harmony part for ten minutes, and people say, "Oh, singing a harmony part for ten minutes isn't that hard?" No, I'm talking about the same six words for ten minutes. Yeah, we're just gonna sing it, and we're gonna do it, we're gonna imprint it. Everybody's. Until you get into their world, like you have your stuff, you have your stuff, I have my stuff, Kavanaugh's got his stuff. I mean, when you go in, when someone's the boss of you, which Kavanaugh's never afraid to tell you, you know, this is my band, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I always love telling people, I always say, there's the leader right there. Don't, don't talk to me, please. I'm not, I didn't book the gig and I don't choose right. the song. I'm a side guy. Right. But, you know, yeah. I mean, like this year I got to pick, the, I got to pick uh, Let's Go Crazy by Prince and I got uh, Hunger Like the Wolf, like, and then we got the Backstreet Boys song we're doing now. Because what, how, how do the, why does Don't Stop Believing? why does Devin went down to Georgia? Like, why do those songs survive? I want to write those kind of songs, you know? Totally different podcast for that one. Yep. I wonder, I wonder why do they survive? Yeah. I know, it's just... I don't know. Let's, let's let's talk about that maybe next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, George's like I'm, I'm uh, looking at the amount of editing that I got. Two hours of material to deal oh, with. Oh really? Oh yeah. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Jevin, thanks for spending yeah, time man. with us today, man. No, that was fun. It's it's, lear- fun. it's a learning experience, really. It yeah. Is. yeah. Quit hugging me. It's weird. Sorry, I can't. <laughs> I'm just hugging your leg, dude. I mean, people can't see it. <laughs> so. Well, I, I would love to say come check out uh, Jevin's show, but you can't unless you have a ticket. <laughs> Too bad. Too bad. Maybe one of these days you'll – well, you'll be able to see him for free other places, but you won't see him by himself. No. It won't be the same. It won't yeah, be the same. It's, it's, really, the same. it's really like let's, – let's talk about this for a while, guys. <laughs> <laughs> What's it going to be like, Jevin? <laughs> <laughs> Stop right there. Pure okay. excitement. <laughs> Help me get my luggage Take off my shoes Put me on that river